Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The Daily Mail is now reporting an exclusive that the Hunter Biden plea hearing could be, quote, delayed as the Justice Department considers the firestorm of sweetheart deal allegations by whistleblowers and claims that the Attorney General Merrick Garland lied to Congress about the criminal tax probe. A Delaware federal judge is set to decide whether to accept Hunter Biden's plea agreement. Now, a DOJ official has said to the Daily Mail that the department is now discussing delaying Hunter Biden's plea hearing following all the accusations of corruption and the whistleblowers that claim that the attorney general not only wasn't doing it the right way, but he lied to Congress about the entire Biden criminal probe. On July 26, the Delaware federal judge is set to decide whether to accept the first son's plea deal with prosecutors over two tax misdemeanors. The gun charges will be dismissed. Republican lawmakers are now calling for that judge to toss out the slap on the wrist and sweetheart deal entirely. Why? Because whistleblowers were so angry over the deal that they've risked their entire careers. Whistleblowers from the IRS who investigated Hunter Biden for five years say that he could instead have been charged with a raft of more serious tax and corruption crimes. Now, a legal filing also reveals the DOJ is considering delaying the finalization of the plea deal amid the uproar, quote, unquote. This is obviously a significant change. Now, conservative organization, the Heritage Foundation, is also suing the Justice Department for failing to release Delaware prosecutor David Weiss's communication records under the Freedom of Information Act. A court filing by the Heritage Foundation last week documented a June 29th phone call between their lawyer and the DOJ counsel Jason Lynch, in which the justice official allegedly made the stunning admission. Foundation lawyer Samuel Dewey pointed out to the DOJ attorney that they could ask the federal judge in Hunter Biden's criminal case 
for his July 26 plea hearing to be delayed to give them more time to process and release Weiss's records and allow scrutiny of the prosecutorial bargain that was given out. DOJ counsel indicated that plaintiffs were absolutely right that the department could file such a motion and the DOJ counsel would take that point back to the district, presumably speaking to the District of Delaware. The Heritage Foundation wrote, DeWay's description suggests the Justice Department could now be debating whether to delay submitting the plea deal altogether. They do have the capability to move the plea deal, though they didn't indicate any likelihood they would, Heritage Foundation Oversight Director Mike Howell said to the Daily Mail. The public has an interest to assess for themselves. Is this a sweetheart deal? It certainly appears to be. This information needs to be out in the public, and it's in the public interest for it to be out prior to any plea bargains being signed off on. Now, the Heritage Foundation filed the Freedom of Information Act request to the Department of Justice in March, asking for any documents or communications between Weiss's Delaware office and other DOJ officials about the Hunter Biden probe. They sued the department after it failed to produce any records for months. Howell said the foundation is looking for evidence to back up claims by whistleblowers that, in fact, David Weiss has, was denied the ability to prosecute the first son's crimes in other districts, including Central California and Washington, D.C. Now, I'm going to stop there with this part of the story because I want to bring in another part of this story. But first, I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our good friends. Since Augusta Precious Metals, have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates that have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, Take a look at their free guide that they'll send you, and they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights, and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit Augusta Precious Metals dot com that's augusta precious metals.com or 877 the number four gold ira we're also now being told that hunter biden's prosecutor received october 2020 briefing on claims that joe biden and his son each received five million dollars in bribes republicans are now demanding the FBI memo, and they are demanding to know why this damning FBI memo wasn't investigated. And the IRS wasn't informed on it as well with their investigation. A top attorney who is prosecuting Hunter Biden was apparently briefed about allegations that Joe and his son were both taking $5 million in bribes. According to a letter obtained also by the Daily Mail, 
Grassley sent to Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, who is, who is prosecuting Hunter Biden for federal gun and tax crimes. The senator, uh, senator's alleged obstruction of the Hunter probe by one of his top prosecutors, the assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf. This is a big deal. deal. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is claiming now that not only did he not investigate it, but he left the IRS investigators out of the meeting altogether, which makes no sense if they were investigating Hunter Biden, and obviously he knew they were investigating the Biden crime family. So why would you leave them out of it altogether? Grassley says that according to the IRS whistleblowers, Wolf prevented investigators from seeking information about Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter's criminal business arrangements. Whistleblower Gary Shapley specifically said that Wolf discouraged, quote unquote, investigators from pursuing Joe Biden's connected leads, including by thwarting a search warrant request of Biden's Delaware guest house due to bad, quote, optics. And that the prosecutor said there was no specific criminality. So to be clear, it's not bad optics when you raid the home of a former president over classified documents, but it's bad optics to, to raid the garage of a former vice president and his son when they're receiving $10 million in bribes, allegedly. You cannot make this up. Now, the senators reference also a meeting on October the 23rd, 2020, during which he says the Department of Justice and the FBI officials from the Pittsburgh field office brief Wolf and agents from the Baltimore field office with respect to the contents of the FBI-generated FD-1023, alleging a criminal bribery scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and Hunter Biden without any IRS agents present. All right, so everybody in the room knew the IRS was investigating these tax crimes. Everybody in the room knew that the IRS should be in that room. Everybody in the room knew that they should immediately call and say, hey, then we need to read the IRS into this because they need to know about $5 million in bribes going to each of these individuals through foreign nationals who are, uh, by the way, some of the shadiest business deals, deals in the world. This on top of the more than 100 suspicious activity reports that were also released. According to a highly credible whistleblower, an internal FBI memo created in 2020 based on information from a well-paid informant allegedly says then-Vice President Joe Biden and Hunter Biden each got $5 million, a bribe from a Ukrainian foreign national in exchange for, quote, policy decisions. The national, a Burisma executive, also allegedly has phone recordings of Joe and Hunter that he kept as an insurance policy. However, the meeting did not include any IRS agents, Grassley added in his July the 9th letter. The senator writes that in light of the A the, the AUSA Wolf's alleged questionable and obstructive conduct during the course of your investigation, he's seeking clarification from Weiss with respect to the whistleblower's new allegations. Hunter Biden, as you know, has agreed to a plea deal with Weiss pleading guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges and entering probation over a gun charge, meaning he will not see a single day in jail. However, two IRS whistleblowers, including a 14-year agent, Gary Shapley, came forward to the House Ways and Means Committee last month 
and alleged that the top Justice Department officials, including the Attorney General Merrick Garland, directly interfered in the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden, which means that Merrick Garland lied under oath if this whistleblower is telling the truth. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want you to hear something that Matthew Whitaker said. Matthew Whitaker, former uh, acting U.S. Attorney General under Donald Trump, he was asked about the possibility of a delay of the Hunter Biden plea hearing. And I want you to hear what he had to say about it. Take a listen. Say what's happening right now is the, the discipline uh, of the Department of Justice is fraying because Every line assistant United States attorney knows that this deal that Hunter Biden's getting is extraordinary. As I've talked about many times, it is outside of the mainstream of what these typical deals would get. The fact that they blew the statute of limitations um, on the most serious um, charges and were unwilling to bring those in other districts like D.C. and Los Angeles, I think, tells us everything we need to know. And I think Mayor Garland is certainly hearing that uh, from the rank and file. And, you know, they're better off to kick the can down the road than to, you know, kind of take well, what's about to happen uh, at Maine Justice and, and across the uh, U.S. Attorney's offices uh, around the United States. So I, I think they may want to delay it. Uh, but I, I, knowing Mayor Garland is, and, is, and the way he's been uh, running the Department of Justice, I would be surprised if ultimately they don't just go forward with it. And because, you know, it's just kind of I would compare it the way Hunter Biden's been going on these trips to Ireland and, um, and, you know, on these vacations with his dad and hanging out at the White House on July 4th. I think they're just thumbing the nose, uh, thumbing their nose at the American people. And, you know, uh, it's really a shame. He's right. It is really a shame. But you have a president of the United States of America and a family that clearly believes that they are at 100 percent above the law. And that's exactly the reason why Whitaker right there, who's a brilliant guy. I just traveled with him to, to Ukraine uh, or I should say to, to, to Budapest, excuse me, uh, on that trip over there to meet with the prime minister. He is very concerned in saying that there are a lot of rank and file people that are beyond enraged over this. They are just incredibly frustrated to watch this plea deal come through 
the way that it's coming through. Now, prosecutor is also fighting back on the IRS's official account of the request in the Hunter Biden case. And let me tell you that. David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, said he never asked to be named a special counsel, disputing testimony to a House panel this past week. Weiss, the federal prosecutor in Delaware, who the media is obsessed saying he was Trump appointed, that's true, but David Weiss doesn't get the job without two hardcore liberal Democrats picking him. First, to be clear, the two senators from Delaware do not pick him uh, and, and, and put his name to Donald Trump. He never gets the job. So don't believe for a second that this is somehow like a Trump pick. It's not. The name is handed to Trump. Trump says okay to it. This is how it works when you are a senator, a sitting senator. You're going to pick who the federal prosecutor is going to be in your state, and you do it with the other senator from your state. Now, in a letter to the Senate Judiciary Committee, Mr. Weiss said that he had never asked the Justice Department officials to give him special counsel status to pursue the case. That is contradicting testimony to the House Ways and Means Committee by the IRS official Gary Shapley, who said Mr. Weiss had sought the status and had been turned down. Now, obviously, we know one of these two men now is officially lying to us. Now, Mr. Weiss suggested that Mr. Shapley might have misunderstood him during an October 2020 meeting. Mr. Weiss, the U.S. Attorney for Delaware, who was appointed to the role under President Donald Trump, said in the letter that he had approached a department higher up about the possibility of requesting status as a special attorney, not, he says, as a special counsel. Deputizing a federal prosecutor as a special attorney is distinct from making one a special counsel. The special attorney provision, in essence, a workaround that allows an, allows an outsider to intervene in cases that span multiple jurisdictions or have special conditions. The special counsel regulations, by contrast, contain internal Justice Department reporting requirements and congressional oversight provisions. Quote, to clarify, an apparent misperception and to avoid further confusion, I wish to make one point clear. In this case, I have not requested special counsel designation, Mr. Weiss told Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, the top Republican on the House Senate Judiciary Committee. Instead, Mr. Weiss said he had discussions with departmental officials regarding potential appointment as a special attorney, which would have allowed me to file charges in a district outside my own without the partnership of the local U.S. attorney, quote unquote. Now, again, somebody's lying here, and you have to decide exactly which one you think that is lying here. Now, let me also remind you, while we give you that, of something else. An Obama-era email has also revealed that Hunter's uh, extensive ties to nearly now a dozen senior-level Biden administration aides. In other words, when Hunter was selling access, he actually had the access he claimed he had. Hunter had deep connections to Biden's inner circle as whistleblowers are now crying foul over the federal probe saying, come on, you should know all of this. I want you to also hear what they're saying now as well about Hunter's attorney is accusing whistleblowers of quote unquote leaking. Take a listen to Jonathan Turley on Fox. Professor, nice to have you on and good morning to you. So I just want to remind viewers from a week ago, um, Weiss, the prosecutor out of Delaware, sent a letter to Jim Jordan 
And he seemed to outline um, his defense in four different parts. You have seen that letter. Do you have questions about the letter or do they satisfy you? And then I'll ask you specifically about two. Well, no, there, it's, there's nothing to be satisfied with because there's no answers in the letter. That is what Weiss is saying is, I was given this authority, but doesn't deal with the specific allegations of these whistleblowers. We have numerous witnesses and other witnesses who are named in these accounts who were present at a meeting where Weiss allegedly said uh, that he was not the final decision maker, that he, he had tried to become a special counsel, was denied, and they were also told that the charge were attempted in California, D.C., but rebuffed uh, by those U.S. attorneys. That's in direct and irreconcilable conflict with, with what has been said by Attorney General Garland. What Weiss is saying is, I was given this authority, uh, and so he's got an answer to these discrepancies. But the problem that Weiss has is that the case itself is just a, a glaring mountain of contradiction. I mean, the, the U.S., the Justice Department seemed to let the statute of limitations run. And some of us wrote columns before that date and said, why are you doing this? The statute's about to run. These whistleblowers are saying that it did appear to be intentional, uh, that there was an agreement that more serious charges could be brought against Hunter, and those were scuttled. Okay, so you've got Weiss, you got Merrick Gardland, and he got the whistleblower Shapley. He was on with Brett on the 28th of June. Listen here. We weren't allowed to ask questions about dad. We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to in include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants. So, um, you know, we were precluded from following that line of questioning. Okay, so uh, you had two government officials on one side, and you got this whistleblower now, now came, went public. Weiss said, I've been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where and when and whether to file charges. Um, and I, I guess, Professor, to you, who's lying? And how do we figure that out? Well, that's out? a good question, because... Well, you know, the whistleblowers referred to an AUSA named Wolf, and she supposedly told them, don't ask about the big guy, You and uh, resisted efforts to look into storage units, and is even accused of tipping off the Biden team. Now, we don't have any confirmation of that. We haven't heard from this AUSA, but I would find it strange that an AUSA would take it upon herself to set those types of parameters. They had to come from someone. And so Congress has every reason to get the answers here. Weiss didn't answer them, and so they need to force those answers. Okay. Now, he just missed this deadline. I think Congress is going to give him a little bit of time, uh, but Congress is not going away. These, these questions need to be answered. These, it could not be more serious in terms of what's being alleged here. It's a deprivation, a, a total abrig, uh, abridgment of the rule of law okay. if these last, allegations last, are true. Last question then. Hunter Biden's in court at the end of July, right? I, I, think, I think it's July 26. I'm not sure of the date. Do you think Republicans in the House can bring Shapley for a public hearing and or force Weiss to appear prior to that date? 
Well, the question on the whistleblowers, I think, is yes, they probably can bring the whistleblowers in. The Department of Justice is going to resist. They're going to keep on saying it's an ongoing investigation, which is highly ironic because they extended this investigation so long, they ran out of time. So the statute of limitations ran on some of these crimes. And now they're doing it again, saying, well, it's ongoing. Uh, give us some more time. But after that plea comes down, it's going to get harder and harder to convince a court because the, the Congress is investigating the them. It's not trying to relitigate this case. It's investigating the FBI. It's investigating the IRS. It's investigating the Biden administration. No, it's a bigger deal. Jonathan Turley and the point that he's made, making, and he made it really, I think, clear, is that there are so many people that are covering for the Biden crime family. They weren't investigating crimes. They were actually slow playing and making sure the statute of limitations ran out on the most serious crimes. That is corruption, folks, at the at the highest levels of our government. When you're given the chance to investigate and instead of investigating, you do the opposite of that. You play defense. You, you do what you can to protect. OK, to protect all of the corruption around you. That that is that is just un, unheard of. And that is what they are now doing. They're saying, all right, we're going to investigate Joe Biden. No, they're not. All right, guys, I need you to act like you're investigating Joe Biden and protect him and protect Hunter Biden because that protects Joe Biden. And I need the statute of limitations to run out on this thing. So I need you to I need you to slow walk this for more than five years, because then the statute of limitations will run out on the most serious crimes. And then we don't have to worry. That's what they did. They didn't investigate. They knew what he did, and they covered it up. They helped him cover it up by just taking as much time as they could possibly take to then give you a report. It is disgusting. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year... Resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You're, you'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now or go online to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, this Hunter Biden scandal is not the only scandal the White House is now having to deal with. There's a new one. Joe Biden had a team that was supposed to deal with Iran. It was an envoy. That envoy has now been officially placed under FBI investigation. Not only are they under investigation, but Joe Biden's Iran envoy has now been placed on leave amid security clearance review. Take a listen to this from Fox. So one of President Biden's top foreign policy leaders now under FBI investigation over handling of classified information. Jillian Turner's got the details. She's in Washington. What's up with this, Jillian? Well, Bill, it's been over 10 days since the Biden administration provided an update on the status of Mali, the special envoy for Iran. He has been MIA on the job now for weeks and reportedly being investigated by the FBI for his handling of classified information. The president's closest allies asked this weekend are staying tight-lipped. Listen. Look, I can't share anything about the FBI and what they are or are not doing with regards to the special envoy. Um, but there is a lot of concern and interest in Congress on that committee and others about the status of any potential negotiation with Iran. Back on June 30th, the White House asked by reporters deferred. Listen. You know, this is a, a, a personnel issue that uh, that's better uh, addressed by our State Department colleagues. The day before that, the State Department said this, quote, Rob Malley is on leave and Abram Paley is serving as acting special envoy for Iran. Recently, Malley held covert meetings with U.N. officials to talk about the potential for a prisoner exchange. He was also the face of the Biden administration in backroom discussions over Iran's nuclear program. Malley's lifelong friendship with Secretary of State Blinken, whom he has known since high school, adds an extra layer of sensitivity to these proceedings. Malley himself was last heard from June 29th. He said, I've been informed that my security clearance is under review. I have not been provided any further information, but I expect the investigation to be resolved favorably and soon. In the meantime, I'm on leave. Well, as of right now, we have lines out to the White House, State Department, to DOD, and the FBI. No word yet on Malley's status, Bill, or these reports that he is now facing potentially a criminal investigation. It's like everything that the Biden administration can do to hurt America. They do it or to get kickbacks. They do it. The CBS News Division has actually reported on this story because apparently the evidence is just so damning. FBI, quote, looking into Biden-Iran envoy Rob Malley over handling of classified material. Multiple sources are now confirming to CBS News. The FBI is now looking to President Biden's envoy, Rob Malley, Three sources familiar with the matter have confirmed. One source familiar with the matter told CBS News that the FBI was looking at Malley's handling of classified material. It is unclear if the Bureau's examination encompasses other issues. Quote, there was no indication from this source that the FBI considers it a criminal matter at this point, quote unquote. 
Congressional intelligence committees are routinely briefed on this type of issue. The lawmakers contacted by CBS News declined to comment, citing the sensitivity of the matter. As presidential envoy for Rand, Malley was based at the State Department, and his portfolio included both the attempts to resurrect a nuclear agreement with Iran, as well as negotiate over at least three American citizens who remain wrongfully detained in Tehran. Malley coordinated closely with both Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who you heard in that report is his good friend, and the White House National Security Council, whose Middle East division is also led by Brett McGurk. Frustrated by the lack of information sharing with the congressional committees overseeing the State Department, House Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Mike McCall, a Republican of Texas, sent a letter setting a July 11th deadline for the department to, to provide an update. His letter claimed Congress has been misled about the reason for Malley's absence, which has been attributed to a family health matter, quote unquote, early on. We now know that's a lie. Quote, we take our oversight obligations extremely seriously, the State Department spokesman Matt Miller said today. We obviously got the letter from the chairman. We've been reviewing it and we will be engaging with his office on the matter. Now on Face the Nation on Sunday, Foreign Relations Committee member Senator Chris Coons, a Democrat from Delaware. Chris Coons, the same guy that had to put it together, by the way, David Weiss and approved David Weiss to be that prosecutor from Delaware, the attorney from Delaware. Don't forget that. Said he had not been briefed on Malley's security situation or on any involvement by the FBI. He, too, called for Congress to be briefed on many Iran-related matters, including the status of any potential negotiations with Iran, saying this, the Iranians are providing the Russians critical drones and munitions for their aggression in Ukraine, Kuhn said on Sunday. I think that puts even greater tension on any possible conversations between the U.S. and our allies and Iran. And I do think we need a briefing to update the members of Congress. Now, in a statement emailed to CBS News on June the 29th, Malley said that he was on leave after having been informed that his security clearance is under review. He said then that he had not been provided any further information about what he referred to as the investigation, but said he expects to be resolved favorably in his in his you know way very soon. In Malley's absence, his deputy is taking over responsibility. The State Department is not commenting on the matter at all. Miller only reiterated that Rob Malley is on leave and Abram Pauly is leading the department's work in this area, adding this. In addition to not commenting on any reports of any investigation, I'm really limited about what more I can say about what is a personal matter due to privacy considerations. Amazing how quick privacy matters when you're under investigation, right? It's pretty ridiculous. The, the DOJ and the FBI also declined to comment. Now, the FBI's involvement was first reported Friday by those who referenced the matter as, quote, an investigation. So not only do you have corruption at the highest levels of the Biden crime family, but now apparently you have an investigation into classified materials for the guy that's supposed to be leading America's policy with Iran. The Tehran Tehran Times is also saying this about an hour ago. Quote, exclusive, inside the downfall of Rob Malley. 
On June 30th, Matthew Miller, the spokesman for the State Department, somewhat reduced the ambiguity and announced via email to Reuters that Mali had taken a leave of absence and that his duties would be temporarily assumed by his deputy. According to U.S. officials, the Tehran Times says the diplomatic security department had suspended security clearance. What has been disclosed so far has been ambiguous and incomplete. U.S. sources say that the 60-year-old diplomat has not complied with the law in protecting information. However, according to the published information, it's still unclear whether this was intentional or unintentional negligence. Mali is not the first diplomat to have a security clearance suspended, and this has happened before. The collection of opinions and news published about his removal indicates extensive and coordinated subterfuge at the highest levels of the U.S. government. On May the 16th, Wendy Sherman, the U.S. Department Secretary of State, attended a confidential meeting with senators about negotiations with Iran. We are told the U.S. Assistant Secretary of Defense for Policy, the Deputy Director of the National Intelligence Agency, and the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Treasury for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence, as well as the Director of Strategic and Political Affairs for the Joint Chiefs of Staff, accompanied Sherman at this confidential meeting. What was noteworthy was the absence of Robert Malley, who was the main person in charge of the Iran dossier in the Biden administration. Some media outlets reported that he had been taking a two-day leave, while others said that he'd taken a long leave. His absence at such an unusual meeting was notable, but the U.S. government insisted on keeping the real reason for his absence confidential to the extent that even the senators were not informed of the real reason. The issue is of such importance that to date, despite the general announcement of the matter, the exact date of Mali's suspension has not been announced. So if you don't think there's covering up here, then you're also not paying attention. This is another scandal, and it deals with national security implications. And what do you bet the Biden administration gets away with this one as well? Don't forget to share a podcast on all social media venues, please. Make sure you hit that like and follow button uh, wherever you are listening to the show, and you won't miss a single episode. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.